It's Thursday, the 11th of March, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the Reserve Bank Governor has a warning for the housing sector, but interest rates will remain low for years. Plus, the Federal Government to pay 50% of airfares to holiday destinations. Prime Minister Scott Morrison to join the leaders of the US, India and Japan to discuss China's influence. And one of the country's largest coal-fired power plants set to close. Our lead story today, Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe yesterday sent a frank warning to lenders, behave and maintain tight lending standards, otherwise face the prospect of more regulation. The comments come as house prices continue to surge, loan amounts hit new records and the economic outlook gets better and better. Figures out yesterday show that consumer confidence is now back to its record highs of late last year, according to the Westpac Melbourne Institute Index, and business conditions and confidence are also at highs. It's incredible that both businesses and households feel so confident given the COVID-19 pandemic and the recession of last year. But low interest rates and big spending by governments are doing their job in stimulating activity. Dr Lowe said there are various tools to slow the run-up in house prices, apart from lifting interest rates. What he's talking about is making it harder for banks to lend money to certain applicants, or asking for higher deposits, or for more security. The governor doesn't want to use interest rates to curb the market, because that would hurt economic growth. In overseas news, Wall Street rose overnight, though tech stocks lagged, which wasn't surprising given how well that performed on Tuesday night. Dominating sentiment was the Biden administration's $1.9 trillion US dollar spending package, which was expected to be handed to the president for his signature later today. Mr Biden will host the first quadrilateral security dialogue tomorrow, involving himself and the Prime Ministers of Japan, India and Australia. Local PM Scott Morrison said talks will focus on security matters and maritime issues, which is pretty much code for China. It does demonstrate the key role the US wants Australia to play in the region as Washington works to diminish Beijing's influence. And the US's Chief Medical Officer, Anthony Fauci, has praised Australia's response to the coronavirus pandemic. He said the US hadn't managed its lockdown effectively and therefore had lost control of the virus. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your Mentored Briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The federal government will pay half the price of airfares for around 800,000 travellers who holiday in destinations normally frequented by overseas travellers. The routes include several into Queensland, as well as flights to other capital cities and regional centres around the country. It's part of a $1.2 billion package to kick in after this month when JobKeeper ends. The package will also include what the government is calling retention payments for the next seven months to support Qantas and Virgin, according to media reports. Meanwhile, Qantas's low-cost subsidiary Jetstar will fly 90% of its pre-COVID-19 schedule this month. CEO Gareth Evans said leisure flight bookings were 10 to 20% higher than pre-pandemic, and assuming state borders stayed open, the outlook was pretty positive. Prime Minister Scott Morrison will assume the duties of acting health minister after incumbent Greg Hunt took more extended health leave than anticipated. Mr Hunt was admitted to hospital on Tuesday for cellulitis, a bacterial skin infection on his leg. It comes as the rollout of vaccine jabs in Australia passes the 100,000 mark. 
and Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews may need surgery on his back after slipping down stairs in his home. Mr Andrews is likely to be out of action for several weeks and possibly months after his prognosis was worse than expected. Energy Australia will close its Yalorn coal power station in Victoria four years earlier than scheduled in 2028, triggering warnings from the government that power prices could shoot up. The plant provides one-fifth of the state's power, and its closure highlights a shift to renewable energy. Coal-fired power electricity still provides around two-thirds of all generation in the national electricity market, but analysts say the sector is now at a tipping point. Wind and solar will be the main energy forms of the future, supported by hydro and batteries. The Australian share market ended yesterday down 0.8% to 6,714 points, led lower by mining and financial stocks. Fortescue Metals fell by almost 8%, the biggest decline of the top 200 stocks, while Rio Tinto was off 5% and BHP was down 2.6%. The big miners were all hit by lower iron ore prices. The big banks also lost ground, with ANZ, National Australia Bank and Commonwealth Bank all falling more than 1%. At the other end of the spectrum, the local tech stocks rose sharply, and gold miners did well on the back of a 2% jump in the price of the precious metal. Afterpay share price surged 7.5%, rebounding somewhat from big losses of recent weeks. The jump came despite US payments giant PayPal, saying it will make its new pay-in-for instalment options available to its 9 million Australian customers in early June. That's sure to add some competition into the marketplace. Meanwhile, the corporate regulator ASIC said it would launch a new probe into the buy now, pay later sector to ensure the operators stick to new design and distribution obligations. And Bopahari was one of the more controversial figures in corporate Australia last year. He was appointed to run AMP Capital, but then forced to step down over allegations around his treatment of a female employee. AMP's annual report was released yesterday, and it shows that Mr. Pahari was paid a $1 million bonus for the 50 days he was running AMP Capital, and about $6.5 million for the year. Not a good look. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.